happy Mother's Day. Or, I mean, thanks. This Friday morning, live at midnight. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Happy mother, happy belated Shit, Mother's I, Day. I pulled back the curtain too far. <laughs> happy Mother's Day to you too. How was your Mother's Day? Oh, it was delightful. Good. I don't. Re- I don't no, I'm not going to talk about it. What? Are you going? <laughs> I was. I was going to talk so about something you- <laughs> I definitely mentioned off air last week. I don't remember if we caught it or not. I think it was just about after uh, Ralph and I were talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> definitely about that <laughs> okay that's what i was thinking i, I, I was not, gonna ask you about that i'm not gonna go further into it right on air we'll, <laughs> we'll save that for later locker room talk this is locker room talk oh man so as long as we're waiting for ralph here i start i, I oh. actually did go ahead he might not be joining us I, oh i messaged him and i was like hey just a reminder because he always says remind me what i need to read and I let yeah. him know. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's Mother's Day. I was like, yeah. And then I never heard anything back after I said, yeah. So I don't know if that meant like, oh, shit, I can't make it. Or, oh, shit, I I forgot that was a thing. Or I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to mean. So I don't necessarily know if he's coming or not. All right. I mean, you you know, could have just let us know and then could have moved it to tomorrow. (laughs) Wouldn't have been a problem. You would have had time to finish your last volume. I could have. Yeah, fuck. Let me just double check what he said, because I don't remember him ever saying anything after that. I read up to five so far. I forgot that's Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, it is. And then nothing after that from it. So, okay, okay. maybe he's, I don't know if he's coming or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, it might just be the two of us then. Oh, man, um, volume seven was good, man. You missed volume. Volume seven was a good one. Ah, shit. Okay. I'll read it next. Yeah. I'll read it after we record. Read it while we're recording, talking about the other three volumes. <laughs> I, I definitely won't get confused and lose my place doing it that <laughs> no, way. No, We're going to talk about this next week, but man, I started watching Jupiter's Legacy. Oh, it already came out? It came out, yeah. came out on the 7th last week while we were recording. We'll talk about it more next week, but... You like it so far? <sighs> um, it's, it's pretty pretty bad like oh. the 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 acting the costumes and the um the people are bad well i get the impression that it's supposed to be a netflix version of the boys basically yeah i think that's the problem too like the, with how good the boys was to be really like cheesy funny yeah but they I, I i don't know it's just maybe it's a bad time for it but they 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 certainly don't have a budget of a Marvel movie or a or even a DC movie, <laughs> but it is on par with like a episode of Power Rangers, the special effects. So you look forward to that. Oh, that's terrible. None of that sounds appealing whatsoever. <laughs> Fuck the Power Rangers. Oh man, you wait. You wait till next week. You wait till next week. Fuck you. Not more Power Rangers. <laughs> God damn it. No, it's not Power Rangers. Don't worry. I didn't. I didn't bring in Power Rangers. Ah oh, fuck. <laughs> Nowhere in the title does it say Power Rangers, I promise. But they do cameo in whatever this shit is. No, probably not. I don't know. I just picked something at mm. random. I have no idea what it is. I forgot yeah. to pick something. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Already a couple reasons. Invincible, Volume 7. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going. Fuck you. There we go. Right. Church. <laughs> Patch it. Fill it in later. I do want to read more Invincible no, that could have kept going. Once a month, dude. You came up with that Once rule. Once a month. I know. 
You're going to burn out our listeners, our non-invincible image comic fan listeners. Those diehard Marvel heads that we capture the market on. Not everyone loves Invincible. There are people out there who hate Invincible. Yeah, they want Disney Plus series and god-awful bullshit movies only from Marvel. Fuck Invincible. That's our core audience right there. That's right. All right, I've got a book. I'm ready. All right. I didn't vet this at all, so I don't know if it's a single issue or not. So that's fine. Maybe I should look that up while we're talking. Well, we'll figure it out next week. We'll get to it next. I'll get to it next Sunday, <laughs> yeah. like 10 minutes before we start recording. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Whoops. Should we get this train on the tracks? I've been ready. I was waiting on you, man. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics Edition. I'm your host Dave. And I'm Donnie. I almost said that I'm Ralph. You could be. We are off to a bad start. You could be Ralph. How <laughs> drunk are you? <laughs> the too drunk, I guess. I've never messed up my own name. So, you know, it's hard. There's a lot to remember when you're podcasting. All right. Anyway, today we are talking about Invincible, volumes four through seven. We've both read at least most of it. That's true. We did yeah. some of it. Got to give credit where credit's due. <laughs> some of us made it further than others. Right. So I bet those uh, steel reserves you've been drinking are making you feel invincible, right? You know they are. Volume four. They're my special power juice. Yeah. That's what they do. So do you just want to go volume by volume then or just all at once? Maybe volume by volume is easier. Okay. All right. Let's let's do volume four then. That makes sense to start there. What do you think about... Well, I, I assume that you enjoyed these books because i mostly enjoyed them i enjoyed them all yeah thoroughly sure all of the ones i read yeah i mean this is going to be a recommend for me oh absolutely 10 out of 10 a thousand out of 10 yeah exactly yeah the problem i had though was uh getting into it on volume four is it's because we just watched it in the show a lot of the b stories were what happened there and it's like all right so we're doing this again like all the b stories are from this volume basically that was a little bit in the next five but that wasn't our fault that was our fault for watching the shitty the the newer tv (laughs) show before reading the actual book that's been out for like a decade that's on us i i blame kirkman for that but you you can blame us if you want well no you the listeners cannot blame us but you and i can blame ourselves i suppose yeah oh yeah i was i was talking to you not the listener okay yeah fuck those guys yeah chris and chris i mean this this is an a b conversation here (laughs) okay i didn't i didn't know if you meant the the plural you or whatever it is the royal you right right grammar no just just you just just you dave the almighty you (laughs) right oh yeah almighty it's a reference to see our other episode titled almighty is it i was just referring to the almighty deuce too 
Oh yeah. Well, see, we were My we were talking about ego. you know we, we, when we first started talking about invincible, we were talking about how that's an adjective and not a a name. And you came up with Almighty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we're I doing remember that, this one so. now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> bearded. So yeah. Yeah. There you go. Bearded. What's your name? Bearded. All right. So I'll just go through my notes then. Uh, a lot of this is, you know, it rehashed in the show pretty well that they kind of, in the show, they kind of move events up a little bit. They're, they're squashing it down. So it wasn't as close to what happened in the actual comics as I, as I thought, like not chronologically, the actual things are kind of, uh, the events are very, very similar, if not exactly the same though. Like it's, ever so slightly out of order like that was the main note i had just going into this because yeah like we were both questioning like if any of that stuff is maybe something that happens in like a a future episode is like a flashback type thing especially with the uh the demon hunter guy because he makes a brief little appearance at the very end of one of these just for a second but that's all we get of him so i'm assuming at some point later further down the road he'll come back and we'll get all of his stuff then but as far as the tv show went they got it all out of the way like in two episodes in the middle of the season yeah the demon guy was in there for just a second he really did nothing i guess he popped up just to tease that he's a character that'll appear at some point and that was it he's just like hey i'm in the show remember me hey don't forget i exist i'm here Uh, the other thing that's different speaking of differences of the show and the and the comic i i didn't notice this when i was watching the show because i didn't remember what all these characters were or looked like but um william is not gay Amber is not black. Rexplode is not Raffi colored. He is white. The Interesting, one, right? Well, I, I knew Amber was white. I remember that, but I didn't remember William being a straight character in the comics. I, I thought he was gay in that too, but that that threw me. I remembered him being gay as well, but it, I mean, him and Mark are constantly calling each other gay, so maybe that's why we thought that. Those were the days, though, where you could just—you're just constantly competing about who's more gay between you and your friends. That was always fun, right? It's like, nah, you're gayer than me. Good old days. Yeah, the good Simpler old days. times. Yep. That could be another. That could be um, the episode title. You're the one that's gay. Sure. Probably wouldn't work in this climate, though. I don't know if iTunes is going to approve <laughs> that for you. Well, iTunes is going to censor gay? No way. You they can say censor gay. KY Kentucky, not even like a <laughs> I know, that's fucked up. They really hate Kentucky. God, they hate Kentucky so much. Fucking hate that shit. Thank God we there. weren't like a college basketball podcast back in the like early <laughs> era of John Calipari, back when he was yeah. winning national championships every fucking year. Dude, we yeah, would I never get that. anything published. Yeah. I know all about that stuff. Yeah, our sports guy. Yeah. Anyway, so those are a couple of the differences that I made note of. I'm not even sure if Mark is Asian in this. Is he Asian? Yeah. Because he's... Okay. Deb is clearly an Asian character in this. I couldn't really tell. Like, she's a lot more ragged in the comic than she is in the show. Like, I I couldn't tell what race she is. Human. She's a part of the human race. That's what (laughs) makes her weak and why she's a pet. It doesn't matter in the long term of things. Right. She does like drinking, though. I like that. I like that. I don't remember that from the show, no. but hopefully we get a lot of her collapse into like, alcoholism. Yeah. This yeah, is a relatable story here. I like it. I do, too. Yeah. You've all been there. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for a DUI episode. That's going to be my favorite. Oh, fuck yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like drink. She's drinking with the costume guy, and I thought they were going to start banging, but it didn't happen. I mean, I feel like it must happen down the down the road a little bit. I yeah, I, I do like. I think it's six is when Cecil randomly teleports in. He's like, oh, if you wanted to actually like earn a paycheck and make a living, <laughs> yeah. you have ways of doing that. And she immediately slaps him thinking he's referring to like, you could fuck me for it. But he's like, no, like you could just like work in our offices as a secretary or like a, a clerical assistant. Like we have real jobs. We're a government agency. We own a thousand different jobs that you could actually fulfill if you wanted. Or you could also fuck me for it if you really wanted to. <laughs> that being said, yes, I did mean that. I think Debbie was being too sensitive. Like when that happened, I, well, she I was, was surprised. Drunk, I mean, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, maybe you're right. As, as drunk on her way to uh, take her exam. <laughs> yeah, awesome. That's yeah, her her juice. Exam. Right, just for courage. How is she downing three whole bottles of liquor a night? That's insanely that's crazy. impressive. Yeah, I'm impressed. I've never too. even been able to like do that. No, you drink like four, four locos and you're out, right? And I, I outweigh her by a hundred pounds easy, 150 probably. Sure. Yeah. What I'm saying is Debbie is the real hero of this story. End of the she is a hero. discussion. Fuck Mark. He ain't shit. Debbie, hero. <laughs> Mark didn't even try to bang that fish person that he was, had to marry. That that reminded me so much of the Futurama episode with Fry and Umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I yeah. can think of the entire time was how great that episode was. Yeah, the Lost yeah. City of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're if you gotta marry a fish person, you may as well dip into it. But Mark is like, oh no, I don't want to do it in front of the entire fish race of people. I don't well, know I mean, why not. I don't know what the problem is. In all fairness. He had only just turned 18 and was still a virgin. I probably wouldn't want to, wouldn't have wanted my first time to be in front of an entire, like, well, no, because I'm going to rule that kingdom. So who the fuck cares yeah. if they mock me? I'll kill them. Yeah, right. Fuck them. Executions. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Mark I want all up. of my sex to happen in front of audiences from now on so I can kill them if they laugh or, like, find it too quick or whatever. <laughs> fuck you. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I tell all my exactly. lady partners. <laughs> Whoops been a bloody mother's day one too many <laughs> yeah <laughs> took it one step too far that time yeah but i mean it's like the fish person it, it, it's only the head that was different like the rest was like a the human body and just has a fish head so just like that's yeah that's the ideal mermaid proportion yeah right you gotta have you don't want the tail like what are you no, gonna you, you want you the even human downstairs that? and the fish part up top yeah right but that was no super telegraph that he was gonna like step up and make the other guy the hero so he didn't have to marry the fish lady. no i mean he's got to get out of that somehow and cecil's like leaving him high and dry he's like oh yeah we'll take care of it just yeah, hold our, on. our lawyers will be in touch god the fuck and then he responds like a couple days later hey are you still there oh really oh shit oh wow they didn't get to that um, there's an alter alternate reality where um, Mark worked with Omni Man to take over the human race. I thought that was interesting. That whole plot with uh, Angstrom Levi was pretty good. That kind of brings us into the next one. I mean, do you have any? Uh, and well, oh, the last note I had: the Thundercat is named Battle Beast. Battle Beast. So that's a that's what it was. Battle. He Beast. looks nothing like any of the Thundercats. Stop calling him. Well, that. he's a he's a he's a cat that has man. Okay, he's a, he's a space cat warrior. So I guess okay. Yeah, it's close enough. 
That's what I mean. He looks like the Thundercat species. I don't think every Thundercat looks the same. I'm not a racist. I can tell that they're a different Thundercat, but I can also tell that they're all Thundercats. What's the difference between Tiger and Bengali? You racist. Fuck. I've been caught. Yeah. I'm on to you. <laughs> I am surprised that like Battle Beast is a part of that fight in the comic as well as the TV show. That was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, and it, he didn't seem to kick Mark's ass as badly as in the show. It seemed a lot worse in the show. So, like, before we agreed to, like, go through and read the rest of the series, I watched a bunch of, like, YouTube videos where they just, like, break down a character and go over, like, all the main plot points of their story throughout the time yeah. of the series. And I watched a couple videos of those just about random characters, and I did watch one about Battle Beast after I saw him in that one episode just because I was, like, curious about him. But, uh, yeah, just based on everything I learned from that and what I'm going to be seeing later on in the comic, I'm very surprised that he was a part of this working for uh, uh, with Metalhead. Yeah, Machine Head. Or, Machine yeah. Head, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What a great hmm. band. Remember Machine Head? I do. I do remember Machine Head. I've seen them live a couple times. They were cool. Oh, yeah, I bet they were. Bulldozer, shit like that. Yeah. We should, uh, we should get some machine head to clear for this episode and play that. That'd be cool. Let's clear the copyrights. Why the fuck didn't Amazon get machine head to clear for the episode featuring machine head? What the fuck? Instead yeah, they got Run the Jewels and K-Flay and Way Superior Rap? No, those guys don't even hold a candle, the machine head. When it comes to heavy metal, they don't. No. All right. Anyway, that that's all I had for um, volume four. Do you have anything else? No, I don't think I took any notes on volume four. I think the first note I took was in volume five, but it's 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 about angstrom, so it is. It could have been the end of war. I'm not sure. All right. Let's let's just say it's volume five then. Yeah, I mean it can all blend together, so it doesn't really matter. All I right, didn't, I didn't make my notes issue by issue. I was going to do that okay. at first, but then I realized I didn't do anything for volume four at all. Because it's okay. basically a recap of a episode we watched, so I, I I didn't bother labeling them. Yeah, it's harder to do when you're just doing one thing at a time. Hard to split up. But yeah, Volume Five had more stuff from the show. I don't remember which stuff. I just oh, I, I didn't have very stuff. many notes. Oh yeah, the robot stuff was there. That's right. The one thing I liked about Volume Five is Alan's backstory, uh, the alien. Uh, he's flying around through space, and they talk about how he was bred to be the strongest one-eyed alien thing or whatever and then it's saying like oh yeah his his race can't have can't bang anybody and he and but he has a girlfriend that i guess he just bangs anyway which is nice but finger blast like, well if you oh is that, is that all it is it's just finger blasting i mean you can't use dick so okay i don't so that's all. why do you can you get blowjobs do they mention that sure sure i mean oh okay can't. then i guess Traditional penis vagina sex. I think right, that's outlawed. Everything else is fair game. So it's like Mormon rules where you can have anal. Yeah, mutu- all you mutual want, masturbation but... where they preach that in church. Okay. And shit. So this cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now now that makes more sense. Because it's weird that he has a girlfriend. Because it's like, well, why why do you do that then? And yeah, what would be the that? point? Yeah. You just have a bro that you play video games with instead, and yeah. not fuck, and then go and do space cop shit. Yeah, and just call him your boyfriend, and just it's fine. Even if you're not gay, who cares? 
All right. And then Angstrom Levi getting the uh, Mahler twins to help him take his alternate dimension self. Uh, well, all of his alternate selves. dimension selves. Yeah. Many of them and get their knowledge into his head so that he can have knowledge about which fucking dimension he's going to. He has Rick and Morty dimension hopping powers is basically so, what it is. So early on, this is the one note I took for this issue. I yeah. think um, he, he's taking them to his van that he parked in another dimension to take them to the uh, warehouse that they're working in. And the license plate on it is Foreskins, which great, awesome license plate. Cool. And also, it has the Washington Racial Slurs football team bumper sticker on it, which was kind of weird, but cool. Oh, based. Awesome. awesome. Sports references. Yeah. Sports. Fuck yeah. Sports and racial I love slurs. Sports. Cool. Yay. Your favorite things. My two favorite things. Yep. <laughs> So you do. Every time you go to a sports game, you just shout racial slurs. That's why I wear those Cleveland Indians hats with the uh, old That's water right. logo still. Oh, shit. <laughs> Can't tell if we're joking or not. Yeah, I, believe me. I, I'm not one of those assholes with the keep the chief bullshit t-shirts. Fuck you. You could call them the Cleveland cocksuckers and I'd still root for them and wear their shirts. I don't give a fuck what their name is. That's irrelevant. The Cleveland Dude, F slurs. If they were called the Cleveland cocksuckers, I would buy every shirt they ever yeah. made. Are you kidding me? Fuck. Yeah, like the Cleveland Cunts. Heartbeat. It's like, okay, everything. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so Invincible uh, ends up going over to stop the Mahler twins from doing this whole procedure to put all the Angstrom Levi's uh, knowledge into one brain. And uh, the result of the battle between Invincible and the interdimensional Mahler twins, uh, many of them, more than two. Yeah, I didn't get the impression that he was bringing every Muller twin incarnation from every dimension as well. That part was a pleasant surprise. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I like the couple that are like, this kid doesn't even exist in our world, but sure, we'll beat the shit out of him. Why not? Yeah, that was fun. I like like the interdimensional stuff they were doing. Well, anyway, so so this battle ends up making Angstrom Levi's thing fuck up. So then he becomes like this brain monster guy. No, it didn't make him fuck up. He refused to let the Mauler twins kill Invincible. He didn't want his blood on his hands. And so he detached himself to stop them physically himself, which they warned him, do not interfere with the process. It'll fuck up and we don't know what kind of outcome will happen from it. He fucked it up himself because he wanted to save Invincible from the Mauler twins. And then it it causes like a gigantic fucking nuclear blast type explosion on the warehouse facility they're working in. And then he turns into that weird, gross little brain booger looking thing that uh, eventually becomes robot in the show that we saw that one episode of. Oh, no, um, that's no, that's a different thing. Robot is a different person. Wait. Really? I'm pretty sure that's the same guy. That's no, what eventually it's, happens to him. No, no, no. It's definitely not. It's um, it, it you'll when you get to volume seven, it's it's definitely Fuck. not what happens. God damn yeah. it! Yeah, <laughs> it, it but, looked like it was. It looked like he was shrinking into that same guy. So I assumed it was him. No, he didn't Fuck. shrink. He just he he fixes himself up. He goes into another dimension with better medical technology, and um, he he comes back in volume seven. Because, like, Which, the uh, very we'll end of that. this volume, he's, like, singed everywhere, but, like, half of his head and, like, part of his back and shoulders are all brain. 
not yeah. human anymore and he's sort of repulsed by his physical appearance now and he, yeah he just leaves through one of his uh dimensional portals and so i assumed that eventually he would shrink down and become that thing that became robot but apparently not no that that thing that became robot is very much the same in the show because it's exactly even, the same they even have that thing talking with robot when he steals rex's blood in volume five or no volume six that's a different thing. That was just Robot. Or whatever his na- real name is. I don't for- I forget his real name. Yeah, but that's why I thought it was the same guy. Yeah. They're both smart, I guess. So they, they could be the same person. Uh, because of this, though, the Mahler twins know which one is real for like a minute. Uh, the, which one's the real one? Which one's the clone? Yeah, that, that sucked. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Because one, one has like, his face one, burned off like two faces. He got singed. Yeah, he, he yeah. has some like war war scars after this. But uh yeah, he's basically telling the clone, No, you're the clone, you have my memories now, and you remember me being the only one to survive and creating you. It's like, oh fuck, you're right, I do. My life is worthless now. And eventually he just <laughs> poisons the original one so that he can become the new default original one. Yeah. I, I fear that this is going to ruin ruin the Mueller twins forever because they're always going to be just killing off the one that cloned them and brought the second one into existence, I think. This could be a really bad thing that happens with the Mueller twins going forward where they potentially they get distracted by trying to kill each other off to like actually do anything like worthwhile against like the superheroes. <laughs> yeah. I, I can I see thought, that happening. Originally, I thought he was just pissing in that lemonade and giving him that. And then when he started gagging on it, I was like, oh, he poisoned it. But probably maybe, pissed in it, too. Maybe he has poison piss. That'd be an awesome superpower. It would be. All right. And that's all I had for volume six. Does he Wait, does he graduate in volume five? That was the very end of it, right? Mark's high school graduation? I, I think he might have, yeah. So Mark's real name is Marcus Sebastian Grayson. That was oh. surprising. I thought I wasn't thinking he was going to be named Marcus. Yeah, that is weird. Marcus Sebastian has a weird ring to it. Yeah, kind of a shit name, huh? Glad that's yeah. not my name. Yeah, I'd just go by Mark. I'd, I'd go by Invincible, probably. That's way cooler. <laughs> yeah, just, just on your graduation, just sign your name that. Get your name legally changed to it. Oh, yeah, and, and also in this one, so William isn't gay in the comics. He's dating Eve. I don't remember oh, yeah. when that started happening. That must have been at the end of Volume Three at some point, because it's already like established that they're together during Volume Four. But uh, at the end of this one, she spending the night with uh, William, but sleeping on the couch downstairs. His parents are out of town, and she breaks up with him because he's too childish. Sucks to be William. So I'm thinking at some point maybe William turns gay. Maybe that's what happens. I was thinking maybe like he realized he was gay that first yeah. week of college went with with Rick with the the animation or the reanimation guy, but no. So maybe maybe it happens later on down the road. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Did it happen? Will he turn gay? Seven? No, it didn't happen okay. in volume seven. So I still don't know. But I, I just I just predict that it will happen at some point in the series. All right. So anyway, moving into volume six, then volume six has a a science dog coming to Mark's door 
uh well at, this is after mark goes to the comic book shop and then comic book guy's like oh you're that asshole who buys science dog fuck science dog what an asshole that guy is science dog is probably <laughs> no, awesome because he's one of the only two people in the entire town who actually special orders the science dog editions upon release yeah. which fuck is yeah. fucking great i love that <laughs> well i mean what who wouldn't like science dog so yeah science dog knocks on his door which uh, turns out to be an alien exoskeleton to make Mark feel more comfortable like that movie contact. And he's like, Oh, you got to come, got to come with me, Mark. I'm science dog. Come up to my planet. Well, let's, let's not get too far ahead here. All right. We got to talk about how yoked science dog is. Like, okay. All right. So science dog is like a, uh, what kind of terrier a Boston terrier. I think it is. is that Something it? like that. Yeah. Some kind he's of like terrier. one of those like grayish black terriers. I myself have two white West Highland white terriers is what they're called. My oh. little like dude terrier, Harley, he's not nearly as jacked. He doesn't have abs. He doesn't have cum gutters like science dog. Science no. dog is like Ryan Reynolds in like terrier dog face form. Like he is gorgeous. Holy shit. <laughs> My dogs do not look like science dog. That's a fact. You got the runs of the litter. Apparently I, shit. <laughs> I got the lazy assholes of the litter. <laughs> Yeah. Fat motherfuckers. Yeah, that's too bad. I do love that, like, this plays into another joke later on when uh, Mark reaches the planet of this alien. When mm-hmm. uh, he thinks that... It, so, alright, I'm gonna spoil it. So basically, yeah, it turns it. out that it's his dad who is the monarch, the ruler of this uh, alien planet. And he's the one who summoned for Mark to come. And he sent the guy dressed as science dog because he knew that that was a thing that Mark found comfort in as a child. And that he thought he would listen to it and come and, like, help. And so, like, because they're so good at, like, disguising themselves and, like, shape-shifting, Mark just immediately punches his dad in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey punches him, basically, which is fucking hilarious. And his dad's just like... <laughs> I love how intensely angry they drew Nolan any time it looked like Mark might be challenging him. Yeah. Like, at what, first, what when does they he do expect? the hug, like... Yeah, when he first shows up, like it shows Mark like clenching his fist, like he's like getting ready for a fight. And so immediately Nolan sees that and Nolan starts to like clench his fist, like, oh, I'm just gonna have to beat the shit out of my kid and kill him again. And then like he goes up and hugs him and cries. He's like, oh, I've missed you, dad. And so like then later on, like when uh when this happens and Mark like sucker punches him in the back of the fucking head, he immediately like clenches his fist again, like, all right, now it's fucking on. But then he's like, no, I just had to make sure because I wasn't sure if you were another one of those aliens in disguise dressed up as you. That was pretty good. I I really don't know what Nolan would expect Mark's reaction to be like, wouldn't he? Like, why is he getting so pissed off? It's like, this motherfucker is going to fight me again. Why is he doing? Why is he fighting me again? I would think, no, I would think if I were Nolan, I'd be like, I already put you in your place and taught you once. Don't, Don't come back for more. You know, you can't handle it. You're fucking dead if you do. <laughs> you defy me twice. There's no reason to spare you anymore. Right. You only get two strikes. You get one strike, motherfucker, and then you're out. I don't give a <laughs> yeah. fuck. I'll decapitate you. Right. So yeah, anyway, Nolan's talking about how he's changed, like his time on Earth. He's like show he's seen the error of the Viltramite ways, but he feels that he can't go back to Earth, so he just started a new life on this planet with bug people that only live nine months. And then he uh, he banged one of them and has a child. So Mark has a half brother that he ends up taking home with him later. 
So when when this happened, Omni Man calls Mark up to help because the Vult- the other Viltrumites found out about what he did, and they're going to come and they're going to try and kill him. So he needed Mark's help because Mark is also strong and the help fight the Viltrumites. But anyway, like when when they first came up there, and Nolan's like, "Yeah, look at this. You have a half brother." It's like, "Look, look, look! What I did up here. I'm the king because I live so long. These people live so short." I thought he was going to have. Mark come up there to help him bang all the alien people to make a, a an army of half Viltrumites. And I, I think that would have been a better plan. Like, just that do that. Weird. Just, yeah, that's I really thought he was going to go the, that way because Mark wasn't strong enough to even fight his dad. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, why wait, is he? wait, but like he knows they're coming soon. He doesn't know when the yeah. Viltrumites will be there. They end up being there like two hours after Mark yeah. arrives. So like his off scene, because like these things expediate life like they they age their life expectancy is a full nine months and that's it so like mark's brother is basically like the earth equivalent of three months and i think it means that he's been there for a week or something like that so like mark would have like maybe gotten off like three to six shots depending on how that viltrumite sperm count and like (laughs) dick works but like at well, max, like, they would have they would have been the equivalent of like a, a a newborn human baby, basically like a two week old thing that would just get stepped on and die instantly. Well, yeah. When I was when I was thinking this, I didn't know that the Viltrumites were going to be there in like five minutes. That just that was just a thought I had. It's I would like, have he's loved like, if I got to raise that. an army. I would have fucking loved if they tried that. The year in one year, we got to bang all the people, get them pregnant. <laughs> I'm surprised they could get the bug people pregnant it's not like a and it's not like a praying mantis thing where they have to like cut off your head or something they can try but nolan is nolan don't underestimate true. him like yeah i guess he, he doesn't wouldn't even have, have human that. dick he probably has whatever dick alien dick suits whatever alien race he's on or planet is on but i mean the rest of them looks very humanoid so i would imagine his dick would be humanoid i mean it worked on the humans so that's the thing it's like a human human shape it's like breeding well, similar species, just one is much stronger, I guess. Yeah, but maybe like maybe the downstairs part for Viltrumites is similar to like these praying mantis people where it could just kind of shape shift to fit whatever a regular anatomical <laughs> maybe. part would look like. So that that way they could breed and like enslave every planet in the universe, which is what they're doing. Cause they all have to blend in for like a hundred years before it's time to actually like uprise and take over the planets. So yeah, maybe but Nolan, the dicks all dick and vaginas all work like that. But Nolan mentioned that he didn't even know if he could get humans pregnant when he did it, and Mark was a surprise. That wasn't part of his plan. Yeah, because he doesn't have human dick. He has magic <laughs> alien dick. Well, it's like I think he was worried that his his, his alien so cum wouldn't tear through Deborah's. <laughs> it just comes out of top of Over her forehead and shit. Yeah. yeah, her reproductive organs. <laughs> That's always the fear of fucking su- of Superman. Yeah, Superman worries about his the strength of his cum. Yeah, would you not? If just you were flies Superman? really fast. Would you I not? Guess I wouldn't have thought about it. I, I mean, I would. I wouldn't be. I'd be curious, morbidly curious. I would love. I. Uh, I wouldn't love to do this if I were Superman. I would want to just come shot on some girl's forehead and see if I could pierce her like skull, like bullet shot style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That's what I that's what Sounds I assume like, like that's what I assume the Smallville show was supposed to be building up to was like a young <laughs> Superman just jerking off on a girl's foreheads and just piercing them all like a bullet. Yeah, like because he punches harder, so does he come harder too? I wonder. He's gotta come so fucking hard. You feel that yeah. come when you get it. So just like the the <laughs> the side of that farmhouse just says fucking holes all over it when he was a teenager. <laughs> His uncle's constantly, or his dad's constantly fixing it up, patching it up. Yeah, John John Kent was a good man, a good quiet yeah. man. Just fixed his son's uh, errors and never brought him back up to haunt him. Yeah. Wow. So, that's right. a loving father right there. It is. Happy never Father's Day, Jonathan that. Kent. Yeah. Happy and Mother's Nolan. Day, too. And Nolan. Yeah. No on. Now on. Yeah, whatever is it's yeah, makes sense. Kal-El name. Right. So anyway, then the Viltramites come and they have to fight the Viltramites. You know, Mark gets his ass kicked again, but they don't kill him because they're like, Oh, you're strong enough. You we don't we we only kill the weak, you're strong. Uh, and they capture Nolan and they take Nolan off, and Nolan's like, Mark, you gotta read my books, which in volume seven, his books were not his travel books. He also wrote these sci-fi books that were actually memoirs of things that he did while he was flying through space so essentially it's like uh those books explain how to beat viltramites okay all right so that that was something i was super curious about because yeah i know because they established early on that his dad's just an arthur is yeah. what the world thinks he is because they don't know he's omni-man and like his mom deb goes to chicago and she meets uh claire and she becomes good friends with her because claire's married to a superhero uh, something patriot. He's like a robot cable looking guy, but uh, yeah. they become good friends. And like, she's getting the like checks, the royalty checks from Nolan's books. Cause after he, his fake car accident, when he leaves his, his royalties start skyrocketing and shit. So like, I know he's an author. I didn't know like if he was referring to like those books that he wrote on earth, or if he had like secret journals and diaries stashed somewhere on earth or on whatever this alien planet was, that that's what he's telling Mark to read. That's, yeah, the, that's good to know. Like his travel books are what he was selling, and then his sci-fi books, I guess he didn't take off. Uh, but the um costume guy had copies of them and he gave them to Mark. Art. Yeah, art. That's it. So there there you have it. So that's what happened there. And then Invincible stays there for two weeks and then eventually goes home or probably longer than two weeks, so for a couple months, and then he goes back home uh with the the half brother brother who has like purple skin. Yeah. And when he came home and showed his mom, it's like, you know, Hey, he dumps the kid on his mom actually, which kind of sucks for her. Well, no, no, that's perfect. Cause she's desperately trying to find some reason to live and interact with human people or human beings again. So, I mean, that's, that's a good safety net plan to have, I guess. Yeah. Keeps her sober and alive from killing herself so <laughs> i guess that's true even though even though if like my husband of like 30 something years who i thought was the love of my life turned out to be an evil villain who tried to like enslave me and referred to me as his like pet basically i don't know how willing i'd be to help that guy out yeah i would probably yeah, i, don't I think personally I would, would hold way more of a grudge than deborah does yeah me too now she's just getting cucked, right? Nolan goes and begs someone else and then makes her take care of the offspring. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that's cucking right there. Cucking 101. Yep. So, so, uh, 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 Adamus, what was her name? Aramis? She's basically the bull for, uh, Deb. Oh, yeah. Um, the bug wife of Nolan. Pre-Mantis. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, whatever it is. I, I like that the babies feed from the, one of the antenna. That was weird. Yeah, that is weird. All right, before volume seven and dur- during volume six here is when, all right, so early on in like volume four, Cecil explains that they now have the, uh, they've figured out finally how to like make a teleportation system for these government agents. And it costs oh, the human yeah. taxpayers $5 billion per teleport. And like since that, <laughs> he just continuously uses it for every mundane task or like trip he has to make, which is fucking amazing. If I were him, yeah, I would teleport from like the war room control room that he's always in to the bathroom whenever I had to like <laughs> pee or poo. I would do it for every little thing. Like obviously, like he's the highest ranking guy there, so he can have like little like slave intern guys like go and grab him diadus and shit, so he doesn't have to go to the kitchen. But like. I am absolutely positive, there is no doubt in my mind, that he is absolutely teleporting into the bathroom whenever Deb just happens to be in there, either going to the bathroom or in the shower. And like, oops, yeah. oh, I didn't realize that, that was my bad. I'll work out the kinks. Like, there's no <laughs> doubt he has done that at least like 13 different times. Yeah. Like, Cecil is absolutely trying to bang Deb. There is no doubt. And I'm sure, <laughs> like, her and Art are both like mutual friends of Nolan's, but there's no doubt that Art is also probably banging her. Yeah, she's just banging Good everybody. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Deb's a piece because she's a fall-down drunk, and that makes me more into her than ever. Good for yeah. you, Deb. I, I did like Cecil doing that. He's just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to teleport. Because like, there's, a billion dollars. There's like a, a, a brief second where after he teleports, he's also like invinc- invisible for like a couple seconds, too. So you yeah. know he's doing that at the most inappropriate times. Like he's probably he probably has a thousand cameras in like Omni Man's bedroom, so he's watching whatever Deb might be masturbating, and he does it then just to like teleport and never like reveal himself. He just stays invisible for a while. <laughs> yeah, Cecil's probably. a piece of shit. He's a scumbag. I love him. Yeah, he's awesome. I like your style, Cecil. Yeah. Um. So I because those like random like YouTube like video breakdowns of the characters I did know. All about this shit with Nolan. I didn't realize that it happened this early on in the in the series, though. I was thinking it was further down the road. I thought we were gonna have way more dicking around with Mark, just like fighting himself again after his father beat the shit out of him. But I didn't think it was this early on that it actually like reveals like the brother and shit. No, I'm glad. I'm glad that Nolan came back so early. I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't expect it at all when he went on that planet. And then I'm like, oh fuck. We're already doing all right. This is awesome. Yeah, I thought that was going to be way down the line. So a couple more notes. So I think it's the very beginning of volume four. Art makes a reference to these like shitty, like the first original costume he had for Mark was the shitty Fantastic Four knockoff thing oh, yeah. that he did. And then later on, and I think it's it's either volume five or five, volume six. It's it's the one where Mark is like telling his whole backstory to Amber. He's like, oh yeah, and I also had to fight the Elephant Man. She's like, oh, I've never heard of him. Who's the Elephant Man? She's like, oh, don't worry, he's just a, a shitty, ver- a lame version of Rhino. And um, oh. 
I'm certain that Kirkman only got permission from Marvel to like drop these references to Marvel shit in just because of his history. Because before like he did all of his own shit for Image, he was a writer for Marvel Comics. He's actually credited as the creator of the third Ant-Man, Eric O'Grady. So I'm certain that those tie-ins with Marvel are the only reason he got that shit cleared from them. Did Kirkman ever work with DC? He might have, but I don't remember him doing anything at DC if he did. Okay. Like there's also did, It might have just been a quick like one or two series run if he had anything there. I thought he went from Marvel straight to his own shit with Image. Hmm. But I could be wrong. There, there are some uh, DC references in Volume 7. Oh, are there? Oh, yeah. So, are you ready to get into that? Um, hang on, one more. I have one more. All right. So, uh, all right, in Volume 6, when Mark is away from Earth, there is this supervillain that shows up named Omnipotus, the World Shaper. This dude looks fucking amazing. This is what... a fucking supervillain should look like yeah he's so like, like skeletor but more badass all right so great great shout this is the note i took of what he looks like physically he looks like a combination of null the edgeward the slash the king <laughs> of black from marvel mixed with skeletor but his helmet though it combines some of gore's like best members like it's part beefcake the mighties Part Jizmac the Gushes and part Ballsack the Jaws of Death, like all combined into one awesome fucking helmet. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's super badass. That guy's fucking ripped. That guy is so yeah. awesome. I love that guy. Yeah. I can't it wait is. for whenever he returns. He returns in volume seven for a panel. Oh, wait. Fuck you. So in volume Seriously. six, he says, I will return someday. Mark my words. And then the fucking next volume? No, he didn't return. So. Um, in volume seven, I'll just get into it now. That's a uh, angstrom Levi comes back. He's pissed off at Mark. He blames Mark. He's like crazy now, basically. Uh, but he, he hates Mark. He blames Mark for what happened to him for his disfigurement. Mark's fucking around in Africa with Eve and Amber, uh, just doing whatever, having a good time. And then, um, his mom calls him like, Oh, you have to come now and help. So he like flies off and goes home and Angstrom Levi's got like a gun pointed at, at his mom and stepbrother. So um, he's got to deal with that. And Angstrom Levi keeps sending him to different dimensions, which is where all this happens. So he's trying to tire out Invincible by sending him to like hostile places. Like he, he got sent to a dinosaur planet. He got sent to um, the Spider-Man universe. Uh, so you, you, you catch like glimpses of spider-man and doc ock in that one um he gets sent to gotham where you catch a glimpse of batman he gets sent to um a zombie one where i assume it's the walking dead one but all the zombies were saying meat and just various other things uh, including omnipotus the world shapers dimension so he just he's like how the fuck did you get here and then he he's teleported back so that was the only panel we saw him in so that that was the fun part about this is like the the there was this big long fight with uh, Angstrom Levi uh, going through different dimensions and Angstrom's like punching his mom and shit. It was it was good. It was good good volume. So there is a crossover with uh, Invincible and Spider Man. Oh, really? That happens. I wonder if that little like brief cameo in uh, in New York has anything to do with it. I was going to pick it once as just like a, a one-off thing that we read, but then when you said we were going to start just reading through all of Invincible, because I don't know if it's a 
a special one-off issue or if it's like an actual part of Invincible storyline somewhere. So I didn't want to pick it just in case we come across it. Oh, shit. Okay. We'll have to do that one at some point then. So, no, because it was just like one or two panels, that one. Uh, all these things are very quick. Uh, they, they didn't dwell on it too much. Speaking of uh, the, the Gotham and the Batman thing, uh, I forget what their world's Batman is called. Nightfall, I think, or Nightwing. Uh, not Nightwing. That can't be right. It might be Something Nightfall. like that. But whatever it is, like his old sidekick becomes the new version of him. And he oh, starts yeah, killing yeah. people during volume five, I think it is. And yeah. he briefly traps Mark in this weird shadow dimension. I, I'm very curious if that ever comes back into play, because that could have potentially been really cool. Yeah, that could have been. Uh, it, had, it didn't come back into play here, though. Angstrom Levi is fighting Mark, and he's like, oh, I got made stronger in one of those dimensions. So he's able to like get a few good hits in after Mark is weakened by all the uh, interdimensional nonsense. And um, they're in like this dimension that's just all deserts. You know, there's nothing there. It's a wasteland. And, um, you know, he's saying like, oh, there's no way your family's going to live. And um, even if I can't kill you, I'm still going to kill them. Uh, So Mark gets pissed off and punches him so hard that he actually kills the guy. So he's stuck in this dimension, like walking around. And then like two hours later, the guardians of the globe come into that dimension, but it's like a future version. So it's like old versions of Adam Eve and robot and um a couple other ones too uh some other new ones they have they have a thor too which is pretty cool just a guy with a thor hammer um so i mean it could be thor you can you can call him thor so then they they're like okay you, you, we got to send you back to where you came from so you can help the future because it's really fucked up and we're, we we need your help to change what happened and they don't get into more of that at all but uh adam eve is like oh you know i i love you i you i need to tell you that so tell the young me you know either you love me or you hate me so that you can like let her go um so he has to go back and mull that over that's when he talks to r to get some advice about uh what to do with you know the the girl situation with amber and adam eve and that's where he finds the books so that leads to that and that's about the end of where we got there Oh, fuck. One more note. Um, Adam Eve explains uh, how her powers work a little bit more. I think you'll find this interesting. So Mark asks her, like, oh, so you rearrange atoms and what happens if you have leftover atoms? And Adam Eve says, like, oh, if she uses her powers really heavily, you know, one day she might shit like six or seven times for the excess atoms from her powers. (laughs) That's pretty. That's interesting. That's an interesting little factoid there. That's awesome. Yeah. So you just have to take a shit if you use your powers too much. I think it was the end of volume five where like they had like a brief little like two page backstory of each character. Did you read those? Like that was basically verbatim that Adam Eve and uh, Rex explode one off things that we read a couple weeks ago, except it was like a condensed down version of it. Yeah, I skimmed through them once. I'm like, okay, so that's the same one. Um, I didn't really read all those closely, but yeah, I I, I didn't notice it was the same story with Rexplode and Adam Eve. All right. Anyway, that's all I had about Volume Seven. Then I would definitely recommend that one. I think it's starting to get starting to really go somewhere, and I'm looking forward to next month when we read more of this. So I have to try to not read too much. Oh, uh, one other thing. Um. Immortal has started dating Duplicate. She she broke up 
where she cheated yeah. on Rexplode with the Immortal and they're fucking now. And uh, Black Samson has all his powers back after his coma. He just wakes up and somehow he's completely revived. Not just like revived as in back to being alive, but his powers that he somehow lost magically have replenished. I don't know yeah. how the fuck that works, but that's awesome. Just like the show. Wait, is he back as full-powered Black Samson in the show? I think he got his powers back, didn't he? Yeah, because he woke up, he had his powers back, but they weren't like full, fully going there yet. Yeah, I think he did get it. Oh, good. Yeah, good for him. So yeah, I mean, obviously recommend, read it. Read all of Invincible like we're going to do over the, in the coming months. I also like that uh, Robot is working the entire time on like helping out monster girl similar to like the show when he eventually like took over like a young kid version of uh, rex to like impress her and try to protect her and shit like it's building towards that it hasn't actually happened yet in the comics oh right yeah that happened that happened in volume seven if you hadn't read it Um, okay yeah that happens exactly the same way i like that because while black samson is still in the coma at this point in time he just like rearranges black samson's like iron man power suit to like oh, yeah. fit monster girl size so that she at least has something that she could use in fights without like killing herself off basically during whatever adventures they have to go on yeah so she can avoid using the monster form so that she doesn't get younger anyway i i had some reviews do you want to hear some reviews i sure do all right read some fucking reviews you cuck read some fucking reviews you deborah boom oh hell yeah uh so this just came from the various volumes but the first one i have here is two stars terrible glue started falling apart within a few days of receiving it whole sections just fell out of it when i was reading it terrible there's a couple of them like that most of these reviews are very good that's really bad by the way unsurprisingly image you're supposed to be better than that come on yeah, how are you going to compete with Marvel? I've already crushed them. You don't need to compete with them. They're trying to get up to your level. Yeah. Here's another one. Uh, I think this one's from Volume 5, maybe. Three stars. Better. I liked this do much better than previous volumes, but not enough for me to up the star rating. Maybe I enjoy it so much because of how different TV Amber and comic. Amber are. It's F TV Amber for life. What? <laughs> so this, that's why I pulled this. Like he, he says it's like the TV version of Amber. Is that what F TV version? I think so. I mean, they did make her black. Maybe that's why he doesn't like it. Oh shit. F, it's, it's F TV Amber for life. <laughs> I like that sentence. Wait, F T B or TV. TV, Amber. TV, television. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if you were saying trade paperback. Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, F, like fuck, I think. Fuck no, TV, no, I, Amber. I know that. I didn't, I didn't know the you last know letter. <laughs> okay. If it was a, a B as in back or V as in or television, television. Fuck. Drunk. That's, that's okay. We all, we all that guy's drunk. probably racist, basically. Yeah. What he was his racist. profile photo of a Confederate flag? Yeah. It was like, I it's assumed, like, um, 
I knew it. Swastika Confederate flag thing. Yeah, that's it. It's the worst combination right there. Yeah, right. Okay, so this one I think is volume six. Same as, or it's four stars, and the title is Volume to Volume. Same as the previous books, just when you're getting bored, the page turns and you're back on the edge of your seat. When was anyone getting bored? I don't know. I wasn't bored at all. Like, I mean, I guess like for a little bit, just because we had already seen it in the show and not read it before, the part yeah. with the, like the shitty, smart, cunty, uh, mad scientist robot guy. guy. Who, like, yeah, I hate makes that guy. The robot zombie army guy. Like that guy being a dick to the teacher was kind of boring. But that was because he's supposed to be catty and not likable. But I mean, that was only like three pages worth. Yeah, I'm, I'm always kind of dreading when that guy's going to come back. It's like, oh man, I'm going to have to sit through that. Because I, I didn't really care for that whole thing in the show either. So it's, I'm going to have to read it again. All right, I had one more. One star. Seriously? And product was entirely ripped through upon receiving shipment. Fuck. Damn. All right, and that was it. So that's all of uh, Invincible. Definitely read it. I recommend it. Read it, but don't get it shipped. It's not coming in good shapes, apparently. Yeah, exactly. That's what we need to do. Okay, so that's it for our first Invincible special. So join us next month for that. So what do you want to read for next week? So I think this is only two single issues. There's a okay uh, a prequel issue and then issue one. It's Lock and Key slash Sandman. Something something hell. I forget what the little catchy title was. Something something hell. Okay. Yeah, Sounds good. Hell. Lock and Key and Sandman, huh? Interesting. Yeah, that's a weird All combo. Right. So yeah, it cool. is. All right. Sounds it's, good. It's volume zero and volume one. Yeah. Or issue zero, issue one. Gotcha. All right. Uh, I'm going to bring in Mighty Morphin. God damn it. And that's it. That's the title. Mighty Morphin. Don't know what it could be about, but. Who knows? Yeah. It's full of possibilities. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. And uh, obviously, we'll watch um, Jupiter's Legacy for the show f- for next week. How far along in it are you already? I, I watched um, th- uh, three episodes. They, oh, they gave um, Hutch, the guy with the flashlight, the uh, the amber treatment. So he's uh, like half black now. What else happened? It's just the special effects are very shit. And it's a... Uh, the costumes just look terrible and i know they're supposed to be like stupid golden age hero like bullshit things but it it doesn't translate as well to live action <laughs> so Wait, the costumes are amazing it's hutch is not the blue bolt oh um hutch is the no wait, he's I, th- he's, the he's the guy the with the flashlight kid. yeah the bastard kid with the flashlight that right sucks. see i want the blue bolt i want stories about like this dude being ashamed of being gay and suck a dick from like random celebrity stars of that era, like but in a shameful way while like being embarrassed about it and like blowing himself and then like trying to kill himself because he's so embarrassed about being gay and having the world know he's gay that he tries to kill himself. But then they blackmail the photographer from that newspaper by also catching him doing a bunch of like gay shit with another guy. Like that's the kind of comic book I want to watch on TV. I mean, we might see Down it. Shit. You he's a guy with he's a guy with Cuthbert, right? 
what is his Alfred? His, no, that's, his... that's the dad. That's that guy's dad. That's oh. the Batman guy who has the butler. Okay, so the the guy with the butler is there. He's like has a bunch of egg. He eats eggs a lot, and then he, um, I don't know. Yeah, that guy's in there. So they yeah, mentioned the blue cool. bolt. That guy burns immediately. Well, look, they're they're going through all the flashbacks and shit, and um, so I'm certain we'll get there at some point. So, yeah, we're going back and forth from in the past to the present day stuff. Anyway, I haven't finished it yet, but I, I hope they get somewhere interesting to make it worthwhile. I do want to finish it. The episodes aren't super long, which is nice. So it's, it probably won't take too long to get through, so which is good. There's only eight episodes. Premiere? I was just going to watch the whole thing. I mean, watch whatever you want. Um, however far you episode get. Episode four only. All right, sounds good. Yeah, just watch whatever. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'll probably get through the whole thing. I remember I tried doing that with Lock and Key, and I still haven't finished that fucking show. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't able to do it with the Lock and Key, but I mean, that that's why I say just get as far as you want. They're all out there. It's all on. It all. That's the good thing about Netflix is you can just if you if it sucks, just watch one episode. If you if you like it, watch more. Or if it sucks, watch all of it, like I'm doing. So that's, morbidly curious. That's I'm still curious about argument. it. I feel like it might get better, but I, I'm not sure. It's just, I don't like the actors, and I, I just don't... I don't know. It's, it, there's something something off about it. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. So um, join us for that, and follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. At these to the God. Follow us at Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues and soundcloud.com slash DJ Von Mir for the music. See you next week. Bye. Did you see the invincible meme yet? No. Okay. Everyone's just taking that screenshot of um, Omni-Man beating the shit out of uh, Mark. And they're like changing it to different characters um, doing the same pose. It's the one where, where, with um, Omni-Man saying like, think Mark, think. And then he's like pointing at his head, like uh, really aggressively. But then people are like redrawing that as like different things. Like um, for example, it'll be, they drew Pikachu as Omni-Man and Ash as uh, Invincible. And Pikachu's like, Ash, you have you have a PC full of Pokemon with a type advantage that you could have used, but instead you choose me. Think. You know, shit like that. It's funny. I like it. No way. I would use Ash and have him point at Pikachu and be like, think, Pikachu, think. Use your lightning attack on this thing that's <laughs> invinc- or vulnerable to lightning attacks. Yeah, on this rock guy. Think. Wait, <laughs> lightning attacks beat rock guys? No, they don't. That's, That's the problem. Stupid. That's why Pikachu is pointing at his head like, think, Ash. Lightning attacks have no effect on the rock guys. Onyx beats all because he's named after Onyx, the band. Yeah, right. Facts. <laughs>
These are all facts. So I, I like that that's become a meme. Thank God. Yep. So Indians got no hit for the second time within a month, which has never happened before in baseball. Oh, man. So that's not good. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, offense is struggling a little bit. But hey, we were in first place when it happened, so who gives a fuck? Church. Right. Sports. You're the sports expert. What did you think of Wade Miley's stuff that night? He had uh, one good. walk. That was all that prevented him from having a perfect game. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. It's not good when the Indians get embarrassed like that. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're fired as a sports guy. 